0: In today's episode, we're talking to those of you who are leading a team or considering building a team, regardless of industry. And this is the number one question that Candace and I get asked when it comes to branding an individual that is no longer a solo entrepreneur or a solo agent, but they're at that point that they're looking to scale with a team. All right. So listen up, people. So tell us if this sounds familiar. You have a website
1: or some business collateral, maybe even a billboard, and your face as the team lead is nowhere to be found. Terrible. Maybe it's a friendly, nice, in quotation marks. Heavy,
0: heavy air quotes.
1: Heavy air (laughs) quotes. Maybe it's a nice group photo that includes everyone, and yet you wouldn't be able to pick your face as the leader out from the crowd why are we doing that? Why are we still doing that? We're keeping ourselves in the shadows. Small, yes. Keeping ourselves small, playing small, playing safe. Playing nice. Saying it's about everyone else. And at the end of the day, that team would not have been together had it not been for your hard work, your dedication. So why does this topic matter? Ultimately, your business is your business And I know you don't like to hear this, but employees will come and go. And with you as the face of a brand, that's what really drives your business. It's going to be the constant. It's going to be the thing that makes people coming back. And we understand that this might feel a little bit icky (laughs) because as a team lead, you want to feel like you want your team members to feel like it's about them. But is it? What do you think, Kat?
0: I don't think so. And this is something that we see a lot, right? And while, of course, you know, my personal value of leadership and wanting to be there for your team as a leader and making sure that they're empowered to do their job, all right, that still applies here. But as far as the face of the business, the architect of the brand, that's you. You're the driver. This is a non negotiable, all right? It's a fact. It's truth. I mean, and this goes back to our Clever Girl credo on branding. Clever girls, clever entrepreneurs know who the fuck they are, and they enjoy standing out from the crowd. And that means you, even mm-hmm. if you're a team lead. Actually, especially if you're a team lead, because, yeah, right? This is true. Like, even if you're just starting out, if you have a team of five, 50, or 500, you're the brand. You're the differentiator, right, Candace? Absolutely.
1: When I think about connecting with people, I'm always thinking about connecting with the human being. That mm-hmm. matters more. And there's something less impactful when I'm thinking about a team. I want to connect with a person. And if I know, like, and trust that person, I also trust that they surround themselves with people yes. who are high-quality individuals, right? So. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm always thinking about. If I trust someone, I'm going to trust that they also hire well and that Mm -hmm. their whole team is actually a unit that works together. So if you're that person who's listening right now, who is consistently shying away from showing your face because you want to highlight everyone else, you're actually missing out and you could be even doing more for your team by Mm -hmm. allowing yourself to be the face. So that's what we're talking about today. I know it's icky. For some yes. of you, but it doesn't have to be. It shouldn't be.
0: Yep. This isn't the let's shy away from being icky. Let's really be nice. Let's make nice type of podcast. This is called not nice, clever people. Yeah. So the other really important point is that leading with yourself as the face honestly gives people a sense of security and comfort because leaders who embody their brand are undeniably confident, undeniably magnetic undeniably sexy. And what's beautiful about it is that it takes the pressure off of your team. Whether or not they think that they want to lead the charge, if they want to lead the charge, they can go found their own company, their own brokerage, their own business. But it does take the pressure off of them when you are like, I am the leader. I'm here to serve you. This is my vision. I would love to work with you in figuring out how we can accomplish this vision together. And it ultimately cements you as the authority and the leader in your business, which is who you are. So please remember that when considering leading with yourself as the face of your business. When you lead with yourself as the face of your
1: brand and your business, you're going to naturally attract people who enjoy your brand and who will exemplify your brand if and when they decide to become team members. It creates consistency and trust in your community and with your clients, which we know is so important in maintaining your clientele and to helping you grow and scale. So case in point, we both work with a brokerage that's founded on the personal brand of a very non-traditional entrepreneur who just happens to be in the real estate space. Mm-hmm. Does anything about Cat and I strike you as traditional? No. Definitely not, (laughs) right? We're not traditional. And the reason we were both attracted to work with and for this company is because of the personal brand, because of the energy, because of the innovation, because the non-traditional aspects. That's why we were attracted to work with this brand. And so that's the whole reason that Kat and I are here is because we were attracted to work With someone who has similar aligned values. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important because if I didn't know that personal brand, it would have been less interesting for me to take that position, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, guys, imagine how sad of a world this would be. Let's paint the picture for like five seconds here, maybe a little bit longer. If our brokerage leader had never led with his face, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now. The connection that Candice and I have made, the impact that we are able to have by combining forces and sharing our knowledge and our expertise and creating something like this podcast, it never would have existed. Or maybe it would have, but it may not have happened as soon. Or it may not have, you know, happened in this way. And how fucking sad would that be? <laughs> so sad. So what do we say here, Candice? What did Sarah Dan tell you to say? Sarah Dan would say, wait, what does she always say? You're welcome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Sarah Dunn was a previous coach of mine, and she always mm-hmm. used to say, you're fucking welcome that <laughs> I took the time to make this for you.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, man. So fun. So here's the other thing that's really important to remember, right? Because we're all human beings in business here at the end of the day, and you are always going to be evolving. You're never going to be this static human being. And the beauty of leading with your personal brand is that your brand can evolve with you if it's built around your name, if it's built around your face, and you build a successful business in the real estate space and decide, hey, I want to leverage and get into direct sales. Hey, I want to launch a product-based business. I want to get into an adjacent industry. You know what? You are totally able to do that because of course it would fucking make sense that Kat would want to launch this or Kat would want to launch that because She has an interest in that. She's been developing that. She's actually been sharing about it on her podcast, you know, and here's a perfect example. And Candice, I'll let you take it away here. Six years ago, did this exist? We didn't have a podcast. We definitely did
1: not have a podcast six years ago, but building with your face allows you to continuously evolve. And as things change in your life and business, people still know, like, and trust you. And you get to take that know, like, and trust factor into whatever you decide to put your energy in. I always tell people that if I decided to sell women's vitamins tomorrow, people would buy them. Why? Because they already know, like, and trust me. Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't matter where you shift your focus when you're the face of the business. And I'm gonna share an example of a client. They told me the story recently, and it really showed exactly why it's so important to be the face of your business. So we always tell people to name your business with your name Mm -hmm. because that helps people to know you, right? And so he did not. He named his business, you know, a business name that had nothing to do with him.
0: A safe name.
1: A safe name. He got an award, like a big award in his city. And he was kind of bummed out because it was a really big deal and no one congratulated him. No one called, no one sent messages, no one texted him, no one, no one said anything to him. And he was like, what the heck? Like, what? you know, dang, this is kind of a big deal into my mind. Kind of a bummer. And turns out that no one knew that it was his company because his mm-hmm. name isn't on it. They wouldn't know to be like, oh, my gosh, congratulations about this. I'm so excited for you because the company name was in no way associated with his own name. Mm hmm. And so when people, you know, maybe saw it come out in the newspaper or all that kind of stuff, they don't know who is the face behind that business mm-hmm. because it's just the business because it's about the team. Remember, it's not about him.
0: We have to make everybody else happy before ourselves. We have to make
1: everybody else happy. Ugh. But I think that in that moment, he really learned how important it is to put himself as the face of his business, to move forward with using his name primarily because especially in a case like that where you could actually run with that and get a lot of press from it and a lot of connections Mm -hmm. and be on podcasts and share your expertise because you won an award of that caliber, he couldn't leverage any of that because people didn't even understand his knowledge or expertise. So he hadn't leveraged that opportunity to the best of his ability because Mm -hmm. he wasn't the face, because he wasn't the name. It kind of just fell flat. It was kind of lost. Yeah. So I encourage you right now, if you are not naming your business with your name or putting your name out there in some way, to rethink that, to think, why are you doing that? Are you doing it to play small? Are you doing it because you're scared? Are you Mm -hmm. doing it because you're worried about Your business looking different in the next three years? My business over the last six years has looked many different ways. Wildly
0: different. But my
1: name has always been part of it.
0: Mm -hmm. And I know this, but Candice, share it with the people. What has this particular client done since to learn from this mistake and this error and that gut feeling in the pit of his stomach when he wasn't recognized for all of his hard work? Well, we
1: pivoted and we did start leveraging his first and last name in all of his branding. We did a logo redesign, started adding those things to his online presence as well, as far as the design and expanded into multiple markets with his new name moving forward, because it's hard for me to talk about this without talking about the person. <laughs> so it's just True. that he moved forward, you know, expanding into different markets and just leveraging the use of his name. And mm-hmm. still, obviously, when we you know, are building out his press kit, we're still going to obviously include his accolades and his awards, of even course. under the other name, because mm-hmm. it's still him. But we're kind of trying to get his audiences used to seeing his face a lot Mm -hmm. more than they ever have before and seeing his logo. And we actually, he just designed some merch too. I saw. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching
0: a reel earlier today and now my mental Mm -hmm. image of him is him with his hat and his logo that you so beautifully designed together with him. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's looking good. And
1: he's starting to create collateral, brand collateral Mm
0: -hmm. using
1: that. And there's starting to be some brand recognition that's happening. Mm -hmm. which has been really great because, I don't know, if you just have, like, home realty, that's literally anyone. (laughs) It's not going to help you.
0: Yes. You guys are always asking us, how do you stand out? Sure, it's all not naming your shit like everybody else's. I'm sorry. That's for sure not where Mm -hmm. it's at. No. It's not going to help you.
1: Sorry to everyone who's listening right now and totally rethinking all of it, but... (laughs) like not sorry. No, never mind. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) We're saving you some heartache and we want to make sure that you do get the recognition. I was actually on a call with a client this morning Mm -hmm. and he was talking about how he was always told to be humble Mm. and he never wanted to share his successes. And Mm -hmm. it kind of felt icky to share his successes. And we talked a little bit about why it's really important to think about your intention when sharing your success. I'll share my success because I'm hoping that it inspires you to take action. I'll share my success because I haven't always been in this space and I know what it feels like not to and I know what it feels like to be in this space, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to share my success with the intention of helping Now, if I just shared my success just because I want to make you feel small, just because I want to make you feel inadequate or unworthy or unsuccessful, that's when it's icky.
0: That's a problem, people. That's
1: a problem. But if I'm telling you this because I've been where you've been and I want to help you come to this other side where I'm enjoying it, Mm -hmm. then, then it's not icky. So, Sharing your successes is extremely important because it's what attracts people to want to work with you, Mm -hmm. knowing that you're an expert, knowing you have the experience, knowing you have the knowledge. But if you're always playing small, not sharing your knowledge and expertise, playing
0: nice,
1: playing nice, then you're never going to get the recognition that positions you as a leader in someone's mind which mm-hmm. is really, I think, important here.
0: It is. And here's the other thing, too, because Candace and I are both very mission-driven entrepreneurs. We've done the work and the self-reflection. We know what we stand for. You know, We shared our brand values in an earlier episode. And at the end of the day, you can have the greatest fucking ideas in the world that could change the damn world, that could create so much opportunity for people to live so much better lives. It doesn't mean jack shit if they don't know that you exist, that your brand exists, and know what you stand for. And, you know, this actually brings me to like, you know, the last point that I want to go over and I want to share. Leading with yourself as the face and brand of your business, you know, obviously we do recommend that you understand your brand values, right, and your personal values, and know that there's really a very thin line between personal and professional because we're human beings here, right? Right. And so, you know, I was sitting in on a coaching workshop that was led by, you know, one of the chairs of our programs at the brokerage that we work for the other day, and we were interviewing a team lead. We were interviewing one of the top teams and one of the most well-known brokerages in the U.S., and it was interesting to hear his perspective on how he had built his brand and how he had built his team of over 1,200 agents in a handful of years And by the way, this person in particular does not describe himself as a real estate agent. And in fact, he worked in law before he got into the real estate space. But what he is utterly obsessed with and utterly compassionate with and utterly unapologetic around is building a team and a culture around the values that he believes in. And because his team has his name in it and his brand is built around him, he has Created a very extensive hiring process, a five month hiring process. You know, by having this extensive hiring process, you know, he's able to pre qualify people and understand, you know, and identify the people that are going to be a part of his culture and contribute to it and that are aligned with his values because he understands that the culture that he is building and the values that he holds true in his personal brand are the most important thing. And He wouldn't have the opportunity to build a team of over 1,200 agents across multiple states if he wasn't unapologetic about his values and so committed to the culture and the brand that he's building. And it's phenomenal to watch. As a team leader, it's your responsibility to
1: be known within your community and beyond. Because being known and having your expertise known, having your successes known, actually contributes to the whole of your team. Mm-hmm. And if you're hiding, you're actually hiding your team. And so if mm-hmm. you can think of it in that way, like it is your responsibility to attract people. As a team leader, that's what you do. And if you're not putting yourself out there because you're trying to hide and shy away from that and play nice and be humble and all those things, all the things other people told you that aren't true, that we will tell you are definitely not true on that mm-hmm. nice,
0: clever. Yes.
1: You're actually holding yourself back in that manner.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so this actually comes up a lot, Cap, with people who have been in real estate for a long time. Let's say they've been in real estate for 20 years.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: then there's this new agent who comes in and they start making video content right off the cuff, like immediately Ooh. start making content. And they start getting clients pretty Mm -hmm. quickly. The agent with 20 years starts going, they don't even know anything about real estate. And they're getting clients. They don't even know anything about what they're doing. They're new. I've been in this business for 20 years. It's like, okay, but they're putting themselves out there. And because Mm -hmm. they're putting themselves out there, they're attracting new business. And because you're stuck in your ways... You're not allowing yourself to attract new business and you're spending time and energy being jealous of someone else.
0: Mm, which doesn't help you or your bottom line at the end of the day. It doesn't help that person at all. But I, I
1: hear it all the time from you know people who have been doing something a certain way for a really long time. Then they get upset when someone starts showing up everywhere. They're like, they just started. Why are they already asked to be on the news? Why are they already on that person's podcast? They're brand new. They don't know anything about it like, well, exposure, they know exposure matters. They know something about marketing. They know something about branding. Mm-hmm. And that's why. Yeah,
0: they're paying attention. Yeah.
1: I saw a TikTok with JLo yesterday. You know, I love JLo. Do I, have oh, I talked I about love my J-Lo. love for
0: JLo on here yet? You haven't. Can we do a quick aside here? I think we have time. Oh my gosh, we, we have time. <laughs> so I'm obsessed. Guys, Candace just started sweating. She's talking about JLo. I did. I, did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, she's just everything. She is. So she made a TikTok. Someone's interviewing her And I saw it and she was like, you don't have to be the best. You just have to keep going. And you Mm. just have to not be afraid of maybe Mm -hmm. looking like a fool, right? Yeah. (laughs) But you don't have to be the best. And I think sometimes people are studying and learning and doing all of that silently Mm. with no one even knowing. And then they're wondering why the other people are passing them up when they have more knowledge. Right. And the other people are passing them up because they're just not afraid to take that next step and put themselves out there. And hopefully they're building knowledge along the way. That's what we want. Of course. But you don't need to, I don't know, wait to know everything because you never will.
0: No, you And don't. you can't
1: expect people to know that you know everything and you don't put yourself out there.
0: That's just silly. People like you could have, like I said earlier, the best ideas in the world You could want to change everything for everyone because you're so driven to do so, but it has to start with you understanding that, okay, you have the knowledge to do something, you have the drive to do something, so where you have drive and power and control, there is responsibility. Like Candice said, entrepreneurship is not a fucking easy journey. It can be like we've shared really openly, it can be really isolating, which when clients come to Candace and I, and they're like, you know, I'm really considering building a team, but I don't really understand how to start doing it. Do I lead with myself? Do I name a team name? We love that because it tells us that you're driven to really want to help more people and to build something that is bigger than yourself, right? But it has to start with you because people are going to want to do business with other people, and you're going to want to build a team of like-minded Individuals. Otherwise, it's just fucking agony if you're working with people who don't have your same values. I've been in environments like that. And it's just like, oh, that's where the icky feelings come from that we want to run away from.
1: That's absolutely it. It's all about the humans that you surround yourselves with. And mm-hmm. getting to work with like-minded individuals with similar values is always going to allow for more flow and more abundance in your life, less friction. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're really looking for. And whether you are on a team or starting a team, we want you to know that being clear on your values is going Mm -hmm. to really help you move forward. And not being afraid of showing your face, Mm -hmm. sharing your successes is going to go a long way. Amen. So no excuses. Basically, the key takeaway today. (laughs)
0: Listen up,
1: people. Listen up. Is that there's no excuse. You can't use the excuse that it's all about your team anymore. It's about you and your vision. Obviously, you have care for your team members and you value them, Mm -hmm. but you're the leader with the vision. You're the leader with a certain name, with a certain beautiful face, and (laughs) we got to see it.
0: Yep. And then it'll be about when you do build that team and you do build that culture, from your brand, from your personal brand, you can involve them, how do we achieve this vision? Let's roll up our sleeves, let's brainstorm, let's mastermind, let's Mm. figure it out together. I'm in the trenches with you. But that's what comes after, right? Yes. That's
1: not how it starts. Not at all. After listening to today's episode, you just have one job. That is, send this podcast to a team leader who you know is hiding. Mm. That's one thing that you can do to help someone out. And maybe it's you and you just need to go back and listen one more time. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's a friend who you know always says that they don't want to share their accolades or success because their mom taught them to have humility. My mom Mm. taught me that too. It didn't work out so great.
0: Yeah, no, same here. And you can still be (laughs) humble, but you can also still... I know, here we are. Not nice, clever people.
1: Sorry, mom. I love you. So... I love you too, mom. (laughs) All right, moving on. Call your moms and- Tell them you love them. Share this with a friend. But also share this with a friend. (laughs) Thanks for joining us on Not Nice, Clever. Remember to follow our podcast wherever you listen to audio. And head to www.notniceclever.com to connect for more. Drop a question, we'll shoot you an answer. We're not gatekeepers here signing off. You're not so nice, but also clever besties that mean business. See you next week.